Aloha and welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with your host, me, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out of this world conversations with extraordinary people. Today, I have Queen Rafari Gold, um, aka Kareen Gibbs, on the show. And you guys are going to love her. But first, just a couple of announcements. Um, if you have not downloaded my 20-minute meditative journey to meet your galactic family and guides, make sure you go to mysticmanta.com or drlisajthompson.com and get that meditation. And I would love to hear your feedback on who you meet. Also, um, if you are interested in coming on the Galactic Retreat, it is September 14th to the 17th here on the Big Island of Hawaii in my little village, Waikoloa. We're going to have an amazing time. I have a couple spots available for that. And then if you're visiting the Big Island, then definitely come on one of my Big Island UFO tours where you will see the night sky in a whole new way. And so without further ado, we're going to bring Kareen on. Hello, Kareen. Hi. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? Good. I'm going to introduce everyone to you, read your amazing bio, and then I can't wait to um, get to know you. You have so much good stuff here. Okay. So Kareen Gibbs, who also goes by Queen Rafari Gold, is the owner of Shannara Sacred Energy Healing Center. She is an intuitive empathic healing practitioner. She has been given her gifts since she was young, and she has had many astral travels as early as three years old. She's certified in crystal bowl sound healings, past life regression therapy, timeline renewal, medical intuitive, hypnosis, DNA activation, Reiki, plant medicine, and much more. She helps you heal by connecting through breath and inviting her guides to come forward for your highest good. She's connected to angels, galactic beings, mermaids, elementals, ascended masters, the elements of the earth and her ancestors. She hosts self-love and self-healing retreats, galactic activations and mermaid activations through sound and light language. So you are definitely a woman after my own heart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, um, so that people get to understand how you got into this kind of work. Um, can you, can you just tell me like, how did you grow up? What kind of like household, spiritual, religious, something else? Um, so Christianity, I grew up in a Christian, uh, with a Christian background. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom went to church. Um, it was called a Pentecostal church. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. So it, we, we, they, they did a lot of uh, music, singing, dancing. So that's how I grew up with the music, the singing, the dancing, and, um, and yeah, it was Christianity. That's okay. pretty much it. Yeah. Well, so the kind of work that you do doesn't really fit. It doesn't really mesh well with a lot of the Christian practices, at least, especially like hardcore Pentecostal. No. So, so <laughs> I got baptized and I was about 12 years old in, in okay. the church and I stayed in the church until I was about 17 um, it didn't align with a lot of the beliefs that I have. Um, there, there was just a lot of stuff that they would say that I'm like, well, if, if you're for Jesus or if you're for God and God's love, right. Um, then 
why do we hate on other people's stuff? You know, I don't like that. So, right. so since then, I, I started questioning all of that. And I went to college and um, I decided, well, I am not going to go back to that church um, because I, it just didn't align with what I believe in, which is love. And um, if you have love in your heart and you love everyone, you shouldn't be like hating on other people's stuff. That's yeah. just how I see it. And I just felt like, no, this, this is not right. <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Totally agree with you there. <laughs> and now, and just saying like anyone watching or listening that are Christians, there are some beautiful, loving Christians that actually mm -hmm. practice Jesus's teachings. <laughs> yes. Um, and then there are others that are the haters. So, you know. Anyone, I think anyone listening or watching um, my show probably are not those haters just because I would not attract them. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not um, hating on, you know, religion, uh, yeah. per se, or uh, those who are uh, Jesus consciousness, God, you know, yeah. I believe in uh, Jesus and God, um, you know, there's a higher being, a creator. We have that, that a creator. I mean, how did we? Did we like magically appear here? No, we didn't. So, um, yes, but it's the way how they use the name of Jesus mm -hmm. to justify things that I do not agree with. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, you will stone someone or shoot, kill someone in the name of right. Jesus. And that's just not right in my yeah. that's just my thought and my opinion you shouldn't be using the name because the name is love right yeah. and it's healing so you shouldn't be doing that yeah well so okay so switch like let's switch gears a little bit how how did you get into the work that you do or or your connection with the galactics the angels the elementals the mermaids um how did that come about Okay, so in um, about tw 2018, probably long before then, um, I kept getting messages saying I should do a spiritual healing journey. And I ignored, ignored, ignored. And so in 2021, I believe I did this course online um, to help you heal um, your past and get reconnected spiritually. Um, I told... I told my angels to like take my gifts away because it was just um, I was having prophetic dreams and mm. it was coming through all of them. And I'm like, nah, I can't deal with this. I'm not ready for this. Just take it away. So it doesn't get taken. It just went dormant. Um, and then after I kept getting the call and I said, okay, well, I guess now I have to really do something. So then I did the spiritual healing journey on my, for myself, because you have to spiritual, you have to be a part of it. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a everyday thing. It's not just a, oh, one and done. So I continuously do it still. Um, so I did that in 2021. And um, I think I, I started seeing or having these astral travels, which are like dreams, um, in 2021 is when my first galactic family appeared to me. They were mm -hmm. like this light, like a light, but blue, right? And it was okay. these blue beans, and they were coming into my third eye. Like they were just 
three of them. And I was like, are these like ascended masters or something? <laughs> like they felt like a, like a council. This is what they felt like. Um, because I can telepathically speak to them when I'm in the astral realm like that. I can telepathically like connect with them. And so yeah. they showed me the word soul. Um, and I was um, lit, like it was lit up and it was very clear because I was asking, what's the name of my business? I'm very like spiritual like that. Yeah. And, it, and they gave me the word soul, but okay. I didn't want to use that word. I, so that's why I used Shannara. Okay. Okay. Um, well, so do you know, it, do the blue beans, are they a specific group that you have identified? Because I know that there are different ET races that are blue in terms of their color. Um, so I'm just curious if you ever discovered who they, which group they are, are they more energy? Um, so I, I, I started doing my research on uh, the galactics. And so I, Think these blue light beans they they might be the octorians okay because that's when when you said that that's the group that i first um connected with in terms of that same kind of thing and okay. that's why over here well hi yeah, here. <laughs> that, that's um that's my friend that represents my arcturian family and so mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah i believe so um and i've had more than one um, visions uh, with you know dream realm I've seen them multiple times more than once so yeah. I realize they're coming to me now I think it, when you are elevating into the higher frequencies and you're opening up and releasing a lot of things you know that you the belief system you know yeah. that you grew up with you start releasing a lot of that and then the the higher beings start coming in the frequencies, you know, and and you get connected. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, and and um, I would say that the connection you you even just reaching out to me, I think that that's the Arcturian connection. <laughs> right? Yes, 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 yes. Because like I saw that, I was like, that's my girl. Yep. Like that's my family, my soul family. Yep. Yes. Well. Okay. So. Um, now previous to them coming in, did you have any experience with UFOs or extraterrestrials prior to 2021 when you're doing this work? I, I don't think so, but I've always loved the stars. Um, mm. ever since I was about five years old, I would, um, look up and I would love the stars, love the, the moon. And I would, always see shooting stars and wish on stars and wish I would like was up there with yeah. you know um so I feel like I've always had like this kind of connection to to it but I just never really saw them be until like yeah yeah okay yeah okay well and so um you I mean in your bio you're mentioning that you started astral traveling when you were as young as three years old right yes was was that throughout your entire childhood and how did you know you were astral traveling at that young age um give me a second here i realized that my gosh my battery is not doing so hot i'm so unprepared for this you are doing um, great i should have like plugged this thing in and it's already plugged in so i was just trying to get the 
a thing to get it plugged in. So I don't want to get cut off. I see that the battery is low. All right. So you say, uh, I, what, yeah. go ahead. What was the question? Tell me about the astral traveling from your childhood and like how you knew that you were astral traveling. Okay. So the astral traveling, what, um, that, that happened. Why is it not plugged in? I don't know if it's going to work. All right. So for my astral travel, when I was about three years old, I remember like I was going through that, like a portal. Um, so you know how we come through our mother's womb and you enter this world. So I had this um, dream where I saw like a portal and I was coming in through this portal, which is technically our womb is like a portal. Yeah. Um, and it's um, so then I came through that. And um, I remember this when I was about five years old. I was like, geez, I feel like I came through something like and then I started remembering that it, it had this circular feel to it. And it looked like a portal. So that was pretty much how I remembered that part of of um, and then also angels, I would see angels. Um, I was told I was visited by angels. And when I saw them, I guess I was scared. Uh, and then they they hid from me. And then they presented themselves more in the dreams realm. So they will they would normally would take me to different places um, and show me different things. And so I I had a strong connection with um, angels when I was uh, young and, and still to right now. Yeah, still to, to this day. I have a connection and I've actually seen an angel in real life. Okay. What did, so what did that look like? Um, it, it, it is um, Archangel Ariel. She's okay. an earth angel and um, she is a protect. She's a mother angel. When you're pregnant, she's there for you. And um, she's nature. And so something was going to happen to me when I was pregnant with my daughter. And for some reason, Ariel came in my room and she, I was shaking. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Honestly, I thought that maybe I was dreaming, but I wasn't. My eyes were wide open and I saw this right across my room, wings spread out. It was so humongous and I was shaking, like just shaking like a leaf. And then it came right over, hovered over me. And then she said, sleep. And I went to sleep. I went back to sleep. Then I got up and I'm like, what happened? You know, yeah. and so I wanted that to be, that was in 2005, either 14, I'm going to say 14 or 15, but I was seven months pregnant. So it might've been 2014. So that also helped to propel my spiritual awakening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty powerful. Like I, I just, never seen an angel in, up close and it just was hovering over me. You're like, hello. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. So the energy, um, I'm curious how you experience the angel energy um, compared to like the galactic energy. Um, okay. So with the angels, I, I, I think they're, the angel is like soft, like this soft, like really soft and um, very soft and, and, and melodious. And, and it's just, it's, um, 
I hear like sounds that come through my ears when I'm doing the crystal bowls. So the sounds are very high. It's really high frequency and um, vibrating and you can feel it. But also with the galactic, um, they in the feel of them is, is it's also powerful. You know, both of them have their different things. But when I've seen the galactics, I just I'm not afraid of either of them. And um, and then the energy of the galactic, I know the, the language, the light language that I speak is is different. So so there lies like a difference between the, the language, between the angel language and the galactic language. Yeah. And with galactic, I feel I do a lot of a lot of telepathy things more mm -hmm. um, than with my angels who okay. might speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um let's let's touch on that light language because i um i only was first introduced to light language when i first moved here to hawaii um just you know two and a half years ago and one of my one of my friends who lives here on the island she speaks it and as soon as she was speaking it like the energy that i could feel from those words even though you know it wasn't i couldn't interpret what the meaning was but i could feel the energy of it and then I had an activation where I actually do light language, but I do it through my hands. Um, I haven't done it vocally yet, although I know that's coming. But so I'm curious how your light language came to you. Um, so it came first by the through, you know, doing my my hands and also through sound. Um, so I started just humming some sound. Um, and then I was in the shower and then I, it just started coming through. So, um, I do the dragon light language. Um, and then I also, uh, did a Lemurian and Talos activation light language. And so I just normally just think it, say, okay, I'm just going to connect to the galactic realm. And I call in my spirit guides and everything and ask the galactic council to come in and ask them to bring forth the language of the galactics, right? So that's how I connect with that. And then I just speak, speak it. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. I think for me, like, I mean, even just opening up my vocal channel, that took some, a little work. Like it, it took me surrendering actually to it. Yes. So many <laughs> people have a blocking, right? Like, yeah. Uh, it's like it's kind of like the world is judging you like are you, you judge yourself even more but like when you start out first you might feel some kind of judgment around it like um, people might be judging you or whatever but when you let go yeah. like you say put your ego aside then you realize okay I'm just gonna let it flow whatever comes come it could be a sound it doesn't necessarily have to be sounding like a language but um eventually that develops into your language and i call it the, your soul language um yeah and there are many soul languages yeah beautiful well so well and so you you mentioned dragon light language versus the galactic light language and um i'm a dragon person as well i have oh yes the whole dragons. I'm also a mermaid. Like you, we have so. Oh much my gosh, you're so connected. You're so connected. <laughs> but, yeah. but so, what is the difference between the dragon light language and the galactic language? Like, is there a difference in the tonality of the voice or the kind of syllables? So that are what What I'm hearing with the galactic, it's connected to um, Egypt, 
Egyptian. Mm. Okay. And um, so it's like a little bit more Egyptian sound language with that. And then the dragon language is very old and ancient. And um, so it's it's very old, ancient, but it's like a, it has like a more deeper masculine energy towards it like it's very um it can be fem uh feminine as well but it's more it's more stronger okay the, yeah the dragon light language is way stronger and it's like it's like a conviction so let's say you want to speak life to something or whatever bringing out that dragon light language can like it moves things and shakes things around you know like shifts a lot of stuff it's it's yeah that's the energy okay. of the dragon yeah okay are you able to just do your light language like on demand? Like, could you give us an example of dragon versus galactic? And if not, that's okay. I, I'm putting you on the spot here, but I'm just curious if you could give an example to me. Uh, yeah, I could try <laughs> to bring in my dragon um, language. I haven't practiced my galactic in a, in a while, <laughs> but, it's um, but I, yeah, but I can, I can bring in my, um, the dragon language yeah okay yeah i would yeah. love to hear an okay. example of that all right so give me a second when i connect to my dragon nahishwa nahia la swina anashwa nayoshia towashia anawa yushia diwaleshwa atala suwalana swiyashwa aniya wanashwa linishwa anisia towalishi takashwa linishwa ana wayashwiyashwa iteleshwa nisha ana nwashia swaiwa tuwala shia tasowadekete shwana anashwiya dashwa anasia latriwa Tuashi atanasuia na ina suia ina ishuaia Taylor Shuaia suia te keshua anasua ina ishuai ne shua Taylor Shia la suia italana ishuai ni te te shua katana wa ishuia na yuashia yuailesia. Okay, so that last one was the galactic. Okay. And the first one was the dragon. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I felt that. Uh huh. Yeah. But it's like a heart thing. It yeah. should be, but you can feel it anywhere, pretty much. Well, yeah. I mean, I, All over. I yes. Yes. And so Good. When I, when I get the, you know, goosebumps. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for doing that. Yes, so, no problem. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So you have seen spacecraft in Mount Shasta area. Yeah. Yes. So I would love to know about that. Tell me, tell us all about that. Okay. So I went on a, up to a plant retreat mm -hmm. um, and it was in Shasta and we were outside, we were singing and dancing, having wonderful time I was doing my light language and so the ships I I, I use my eyes like we didn't have special stuff to see it but like it they go they flash like this they go like this okay. like a flashlight going like that and then it stopped and then it took off 
right? Mm -hmm. So that's how I see them coming. And so that's how I differentiate what's the airplane versus um, a spacecraft. So if it's continuously moving like this and it's li lights flashing, that's probably not not going to be the space but like when it was moving like this very fast I kid you was like whoosh, 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 like that and then it hovered stop yeah. and then it just like real fast so yeah that's how I know it's not an airplane oh um, yeah for sure airplanes can't do that <laughs> well no and that's one of the things I train people on our UFO tours like what what is the behavior of an airplane what's the behavior of a satellite because those are very predictable and, and so so I also wanted to say that in, in I don't know if I can do this um, on your stuff as well, like say what I'm having coming up or whatever. Oh, yeah. Please. Um, so in August 14 to the 18, we are having a retreat. It's the Talos and Lemire activation. And it's going to be in the mountains, Mount Shasta, where you're able to connect with the galactics and also into Talos. So if anyone's interested, you can also link lisa you know under here somewhere just you know get in touch so that i know that you're interested and I, you can get more details on that yeah, yeah excellent well and um there we'll we'll make sure that we talk about your website where they can find you all of that too but yes i mean any of yes i'm happy to share whatever services whatever retreats because you know the more mm -hmm. that those of us that are doing this work are out there, like mm -hmm. I'm here, to, I'm here to serve the people. I want more people to know about this, not be afraid of it. Yes. Cause yeah. I'll, um, because of, you know, and I was when back in the day, I didn't believe in um, this sort of stuff. I love ET though. I really do. I love that show. <laughs> um, and so I always wanted to like connect with an, an alien or something, but and then, um, given up, you know, I'm given the opportunity. I'm really um, happy about that. And uh, the necklace I'm wearing is one of the connection to the galactics. Um, they channel in through a meditation. This necklace um, I'm wearing, and the uh -huh. symbol I have not seen it anywhere else yet, as yet. So I don't know if anyone else in the world has that symbol, um, but it's for wealth and prosperity. Mm. And so I was really you know, honored to get this, this, um, they told me to make a necklace. So I did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you actually designed that. Yeah. I designed this necklace. Okay. Based, that, um, yeah. That you actually, beautiful. That I, is, that, yes. is it something that you sell? Like, do you? Make yes, I, I do sell it. It's done to pre-order. So okay. it's not like they're already like you have to yeah. pre-order it. It's custom made and they're, okay. Yeah. It's custom made. Mm -hmm. And is it silver or gold or? This one's gold and they're done in silver or gold. Um, okay. And the stone can be whatever anyone wants the stone to okay. be. No, I, it's stunning. I love it. And so, yeah. So for, for those of you listening to the podcast, then check out the YouTube channel, <laughs> Connection to the Cosmos, and then you can actually visually see it. Or do you have them on your website? Do you have? You know, I don't think I have put sure. it on the website yet. Um, well, but I have it on my, I do have a, a Shannara Sacred Energy Healing Center site on Facebook where I talk about this and a, a picture and everything of me okay. wearing it um, and talking about how it came in. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Well, I think you need to have an example on your website. Just, you know, 
<laughs> okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on it. Okay. <laughs> now, okay. Let's where do we want to go? Okay. Let's talk about mermaids for a moment. Okay. And what is your connection with mermaids and um, how, like, I mean, you're connected with all these different groups like I am, but yeah. how did you meet the mermaids and what's your experience with them? So the mermaids came in uh, through Shasta as well. Okay. That was a very powerful um, retreat. And um, yeah, so they, and this is what they did. They, I can't swim that well. So they came for me, my, my group of people, they put me on this flotation stuff and they floated me over to a rock I was literally on a rock like a mermaid and I was um and then one of the persons say Kareen sing for us I'm like okay so and then my um another lady she's like channel in the mermaid energy because they keep saying I look like a mermaid I I should you know so anyway this mermaid thing came up and I'm like okay let me see if I can channel in uh, something for the mermaid so I did a vocal sound to act to do the mermaid activation for um, those who were, were in listening ear and a group of boys I don't know where they're from but it's like a lot of them came they stood there they just they were on another rock taking photos and they were listening to me they couldn't even get off the rock they were just like mesmerized and they just stood there looking and um their teacher had to call them to come you know time to go but but whatever voice that came out of me that definitely was channel and it i it, it didn't feel like it was me it felt like they came inside of me and was yeah. doing that yeah okay yeah very interesting because you know the mermaids have their famous siren song which captivates which they call me a siren so um yeah okay okay well and is that so is that something that you regularly pull into you that mermaid energy or was that just that one time in Chasta? no so i've used my mermaid energy for doing my sound healings i try to um connect with the energy of the mermaids when i'm doing my vocal sound healings using the crystal bowls yeah, yeah. okay so you have a lot of different specializations kind of again like me like i i just i love learning new skills new tools for my toolbox so um when did you start doing past life regression um i did that when i did the a course the course that i did um then i started doing past life regression therapy um so it's just pretty much going back into people's past life and um helping them to get over whatever trauma that happened in the past Mm -hmm. um, most of it is um, childhood stuff. And so I work through the different ages that ever had a trauma to it. Um, so I connect to people through their to breath. And then once I connect with them, with the permission of their guides, of course, and, mm -hmm. you know, um, as long as they're open to receive, I sort of kind of can see into the past life for them. And then I will ask them questions. Like I, I will tell them what I'm seeing and they will say, they will um, confirm, okay, yeah, this was when I was whatever, whatever. And then if sometimes their ancestors come in as well to help with their healing. And so I just, go, I go with the flow and wherever I'm led, I go. Okay. Well, so 
when you're um, seeing these, are, are you clairvoyant then? Are you seeing it in your mind? Um, it's it's like in the, in my mind's eye. Yeah. So I guess that's a being part of clairvoyant. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't write that on my stuff. Um, I tend to shy away from saying I'm a psychic, so I don't necessarily. Okay. Do that. Well, I, you do it. I mean, everyone has abilities. They just, you know, whether they practice it or not is different, right? Exactly. So um, I, yeah, I will close my eyes and I will see some, see things for people and past stuff and sometimes future stuff. So yeah, I, I, I do that sometimes, but I, like I said, if the person's open to connecting with, through breath with me, mm -hmm. it can happen. If, if they're not willing and their guides are blocking it, it doesn't, it's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then, so as a medical intuitive, is that how you're getting the information too? Are you seeing it in their body or is it more of like, are you feeling it? How's that information coming to you? And explain, I guess, to our audience what a medical intuitive is for those who don't know. Okay. So a medical intuitive is a person who can d detect like some form of disease or um, illness in your body and uh, they can help to, to heal, heal it through um, using, by using their uh, guides and it could be any one of the guides or all of them. Mm -hmm. um, so if you, let's say you have... Um, ovary issues or pancreatic or something issue then the medical intuitive can scan your body and say this part of your body there's something going on because you can feel it you so so for me I might feel it my hands my the palm of my hands might um like it might feel like I get a zap or something in the middle of my hand. I have not done this for a while. <laughs> so, um, but if I feel like I get like a zap or maybe it might get hot and then I'm like, okay, something's going on here. Or um, my guys might say, stop right there okay. um, and ask what's going on right here. Yeah. You know? um, and then I know where, if you know the body parts, you got to know what's located in there, that direct, you know, so you can say, this is a kidney. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, and then once you have found an issue, are you able to help clear that? Is that something that you, that you do as well? Um, so I haven't necessarily done much of the medical stuff with people. Okay. Because it's it's kind of like a liability sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, but I can identify. I will ident help them identify that. And I do what I do is a guided. I do a guided meditation for them. Like it's like a guided visual meditation to go into that, um, into the whatever whatever is happening in the body, yeah. and then that's how um, I'm able to like help them like pull that out okay. um, but I've not worked a lot with that side of things I mostly work with um, like traumas past life stuff and um, also love I guess relationship stuff mm -hmm. a lot of that come to me like I don't know people always have relationship stuff so um, that I've helped one girl reconnect with their twin flame um, and then I've helped a lot of other people find love or okay. your person. So, yeah. Okay. So that's one of your specialties. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. one of my specialties, relationships. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's 
Yeah. Okay. So what, like, what is besides people? Oh, okay. So I also want to say this because um, I forgot that I actually did, did do light language on my dog. Okay. <laughs> my dog did have this thing on his ears and we wanted to take him to the doctor, the vet. So I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to try, I'm going to do this thing. So I did it on his ears. I placed my hand over the ears and I did my light language. And uh, the next day it went down and he, the dog was fine. So I've done two healings on animals and it worked out fine. Okay. So I can do that. Yeah. For the medical. Yeah. Part. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so tell me about what timeline renewal is, what, what you mean by that. It's like timeline renewal is, is rewriting like your timeline, shifting your timeline so that your future can be a different mm -hmm. or your or the now your exist you're living in the now um, yeah. can be shifted so um that has to do with ancestral stuff as well so you can go back in time and shift the dna of your ancestors and heal their their stuff because you know we're all connected through we're just all connected. And so you can heal their stuff. And while you're healing their stuff, you're healing yourself as well. And you're healing any per anyone who comes after you, like your children, you're healing that line. So I go back to the timeline, light it up in gold. And then um, with that, I am able to remove what needs to be removed, replace things that the person would like to have in there. Yeah. And then we looked to the future and look back. And then if it looks good and they feel good about it, then we close the session out. And if not, we all, I, um, I'll, I'll do another session. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, have you done it for yourself? Um, shifting my timeline. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I've, I've actually shifted a lot of my, 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 my timeline, um, and how I how I did that for me. Um, so I I was abused, and because of that abuse, it made me very um, anxious and depressed, mm -hmm. and didn't, I just didn't trust um, mostly men. Yeah. And so I had to go back in time and rewrite what I would have want to happen to me. And, um, and then what, before I left, before I left, I put, I put love in, in it and, um, and light, and then I released it. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to move, um, forward with my life and I don't have to be on medications, which I'm so grateful. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I did that and I, I'm off of medication. I don't have to do that. I don't have to go see um, a counselor to help me get through, you know, whatever I went through. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And yeah. well, and a powerful thing for, I think people to understand is that all timelines exist simultaneously at they the quantum realm, and we don't have to stay stuck in our stories and our experiences that might have been traumatic. We can yes. that. We can change it. We can jump to a different timeline. We can rewrite our stories. Exactly. Yes. And so um, for anyone who's listening or watching 
who might feel stuck, you know, you're a beautiful example of that. Yes. yes. And, and so that kind of work, can you help people remotely or do you just do all in-person work? No. Um, so I can help people remotely. I can do in-person, um, thinking about having my own uh, place, but I can do remote work. I mostly do remote. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, so anywhere in the world you are. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Beautiful. So yeah, if anyone's watching or listening and, and is feeling like they could use some extra support then definitely reach out to Kareem and, and do that. And okay, well, so let's, let's jump to plant medicine. Because again, you've got so many things. I do. I have a lot of stuff. I'm a jack of all trades. I think I was sent into this world to just do do it all. Yeah. Well, I think, um, yes, similar here. <laughs> so right, Lisa, because you do so much. You, you, you're you author, which I'm actually working on my book slash course. So you know, I'm going to be an author soon. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let, before we go to plant medicine, tell it tell us about the book that you're working on. What what's the theme of it? What's what's Okay, it about? so I'm all for self-love. I realize a lot of people in the world, they don't really love themselves. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm writing a book around self-love. It does have the modalities, the healing modalities that I do use that I use on myself, mm -hmm. the dragon light language, um, the energy of the dragon, um, mermaids, angels um it, it just have like a wealth of different things that can help you and assist you like it's like tools to help you heal mm -hmm. and maintain that that higher frequency you know and not and know that even if you fall you get knocked down you can always pick yourself back up and and keep going just never stop yeah beautiful so um do you have a time frame of finishing the book <laughs> no, I'm I'm still working on it. I am working on it. Um, okay. I'm hoping this year. Yeah, okay. I'm hoping that it will be finished, and I'll get someone to review it um, yeah. before I publish the book. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, because I mean, there are a lot of self love books out there, and every book is a little different what it offers. But so yours. Um, well, it's not gonna. Yeah, I don't even know the name of it yet. I don't okay. even know the name. Um, I normally channel stuff in. And so yeah. my guys just say, right, I'm just writing right now. And then when I'm done, I'd be like, okay, well, you guys got to give me a, a name for this book right now. <laughs> or okay. this stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's how I it'll, work. It'll come. Yeah. Yes. Pretty, I'm feeling pretty soon it'll come. And I, I encourage you to publish it sooner than later, just again, because, um, you know, I've written a book on self-love as well. And at, like all the different ways, the modalities, you know, people are going to really resonate um, mm -hmm. with what you are offering. Cause that is okay. something that I haven't heard it from that aspect before. Oh, so, bringing in the, the, the dragon yeah, and the mermaid. The okay. and, mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. something that um, will be a beautiful offering to humanity. <laughs> yes. yes, it will. It will be. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about plant medicine in terms of, um, so which plants specifically do you work with? Um, so it's the ayahuasca. Um, mm -hmm. Ceremonies is the one that um, I did. Um, so 
whatever plant that is. I, I believe it's the Aya plant or um, I don't know. They call it ayahuasca ceremony. So I didn't make the brew. Someone else made the brew and I was there to hold space for the other persons that were there as well, um, healing. And while I was there doing, you know, my healing journey, I was literally kind of, I feel like I was there to help others too. So we were all there to help each other, but I was doing a lot of work. I'm like, what about my healing? But, but um, I, I had to, but what I realized when you're healing others, you're healing yourself. You're yes. shifting your DNA and you're healing yourself as well. So mm -hmm. e even though I was in that healing space, helping others with their stuff, um, I I was healing as well. Because um, at the end, every night I would stay up late and then I would purge. <laughs> okay. So one day I had this energy just soaring through me. Like my forehead was just like, it's like was going up and down like the kundalini up and down and up and down and i was like oh my gosh this is powerful i just kept saying that and then i asked one of the one of the 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 practitioners to tap into me and see what energy this is because i wanted to know what it was and um they couldn't hold the energy they had to tap out like they were like tap in slow and they're like because okay. they couldn't even hold it. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is just for me then. And it was like, I felt like it was just a healing energy. I still have that energy with me. Mm -hmm. Even while talking to you, it does, uh, my forehead goes off. And so it's pretty much a part of how I connect to divine source creator mm -hmm. and um, channel in messages. So that's a part of my my connection to, 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 to source. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, um, was this, was this in the United States where you did this ceremony or was yeah, it in Mount Shasta? Okay. Mount Shasta. Okay. So it sounds like Mount Shasta had a lot going on for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pluto's cave was amazing. You're not supposed to take anything from, from there, but I use the sand and put on my forehead, but I already had the energy activated in my forehead before I did that. But when I did that, I it's like it amplified for some reason. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, Jude, I am so sorry I took your son. <laughs> I was saying I'm sorry I took the son and put on my forehead. But I was led to do it, so I just did it. Yeah. And um and I was asking everybody, did I do something wrong? And they're like, no, you didn't. You're fine. Don't worry. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> like, oh, please don't kill me because I took the sign in my But yeah, there's some um supernatural stuff that happened in that cave and um, a lot of healing took place. And it was it was really um a very for me it was a very powerful retreat. That's mm -hmm. when I called in the dragon language for others because um, they didn't know what that was and um, and I, I saw a dragon in my in my dream state never seen a dragon before I saw a dragon and I was flying on the dragon and I was like oh my gosh this is so cool I have a dragon right yeah and so yeah. Um, and then I saw my dragon in a, in a in a castle again and I asked for the name of my dragon and I got the name which I can't tell you because it's very sacred but you can call my dragon Muta. And so um, 
that was very really like for me that was really nice because i've never seen dragons before and i'm like oh my god it's so exciting um yeah for me everything is excited because you know if i never seen it before and then i see it i'm like yay it exists <laughs> yeah i know well i grew up my mother my mother was always a dragon person like oh. just she she had dragon art and you know different nice. kinds of nice. dragons and you know even that so i i didn't I guess I didn't know that I was a dragon person until like as an adult, because I thought, okay, well, you know, that's her thing, but it actually, I think it runs in the family. Because, yes, it does. Yeah. Because um, but I, I don't, I'm very different from my family. I'm like the black sheep of my family. And a lot of them don't believe in the spiritual things that I believe in because they probably think I'm, oh. yeah. <laughs> and so I try not to talk about my stuff around, some family members um okay. yeah i try not to talk about it but like i really don't care what if they see this that's i don't care yeah okay well and so actually that's that's something that i would love for you to share like is that challenging to be who you are in your family or have you just you've accepted it like okay i'm different and that's good like i'm i'm good with myself so it was very hard for me going, I, I went back to Jamaica last year to do um, a self-reflection and just um, reconnect with my ancestors in Jamaica. So I went there and, um, you know, reconnected with a lot of things. But then my family uh, did not really accept what I was doing. They think it's evil or whatever. And yeah. so it, it really broke my heart. So then I, I said, well, I can't like share my journey with them. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't do that. But I just asked spirit to just guide me and give me strength and help me to to just release that and realize that it doesn't matter if they're not if they're with you or not. I mean, I still send them love. They're still yeah. my family. I still send them love, whether they agree with what I am doing or not. Right. And so it was hard, but I got through it. I did get through it and I just told my, myself, well, I, I'm doing what, what my creator wants me to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, before I said, I told my creator to pause my gifts. Right. Yeah. And like now I, I just say, you know what? Give me everything. I am, I'm ready. Whatever you got, just, just throw it my way. If I will do it right i'm just i'm yeah. not going to do anything harmful but but i yeah i will do the good work um and so uh yeah i i know what i'm doing and and i know where it's coming from it's very it's coming from a place of love mm -hmm. and light and it's yeah beautiful yeah. well and okay so how about your more immediate family cuz you mentioned your you have a child yeah okay yeah so um, my husband's okay with it. My daughter, um, she knows what I'm, what I do. She has a dream catcher in her room and I believe she's connected as well. Um, she has dreams like, how I used to have dreams and we, we sort of kind of dream together. <laughs> it's funny. Um, and I'll get up and I have this, I remember, and then she's like, mom, 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 guess what I dream? And she's telling me and I'm like, it's the same dream I was in. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we're connected and um, yeah. she's a beautiful soul. Yeah. Yeah. 
well, and she chose you as a mother. So whether she is going to accept it the, her whole life, or maybe she, she might go back and forth. My kids, yes. it's been interesting because I have teenagers now. And um, I think, well, my son, he was way more hesitant about the work that I do than mm-hmm. my daughter. Although my daughter, for a little while, she was like, you know, okay, you're weird. I want to stay away from you. But now she actively thanks me. She's like, mom, thank you for giving me part alien, <laughs> part extraterrestrial. And she's got a dragon tattoo on her leg in honor. Oh, of I have a dragon in my back. Okay. My logo is off a dragon. So because everything I everything I do, I do acor- according to like, I set the intentions around it. I just don't do it like you know like you you set your intentions and you know what what you need to do and you go according to your guides and so forth so yes so I do have my dragon on my back it's super cool I can't wait till it's finished yeah yeah she actually she did also my daughter she has dragon wings on her back oh yeah so I'm (laughs) having a back piece it's the dragon with the yin yang at the top and the the wings of an it's like an angel wing and a sword so mine's very very it's you know dragons are powerful energy right but they're not just they're strong energy confident energy and um full of love and you know people say these bad things about dragons not really true (laughs) you know that right but um they're full of so much compassion and um but it's good to have that energy because when you're ready to be stern and when you're ready to be um standing in your power right you you definitely can bring out your inner that dragon energy yes and actually um one of my oracle decks has a dragon as one of the cards and the and the message of that dragon or the energy of it is self-power see yes yep yes so anyway I just yeah I love dragons energy Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) well so we're we're running out of time here so I would love for you to share how what's your best way to work with people like who who are you looking for who is a good fit for you client wise um client wise I can pretty much help any and everyone um but I mainly help those persons who are having like mainly trauma. Like it's a lot of past life trauma stuff I deal with, with uh, in regards to relationship. So I help a lot of people in regards to relationship, not just with um, a significant other, but with family mm-hmm. as well. And anything ancestral, I can also help clear that out as well and um bring in bringing in your energy of um whether it's you want to reconnect with ancestors or um, bring out your language your soul language which is we call light language um yes so anyone who's having um depression anxiety i work with um those persons yeah and physically, you're located in Washington State, in Walla Walla, Washington, so Eastern Washington. And actually, so I'm from Olympia, Washington. And oh. I'm, I am curious, just, I mean, again, just for one, one little side note, I'm just curious how um, Walla Walla 
as a community accepts the work that you do. Have you found a soul tribe there? Um, well, they do have sh uh, shops, crystal shops here um, in the downtown area. There are crystal shops. And I haven't been out in the community yet, but I'm going to be out in the community June 17. There's an event, Juneteenth coming up. So I would be a part of that event. Mm -hmm. And I'll be able to network with people more. And um, yes, I believe they do. There's, to some extent, there's some people who accept yeah. our community yeah well and yeah walla walla i mean it's it's a cute little town wine wine country kind of town. <laughs> lots of yes things yes. like that so okay well ha and how do people find you i know you're queen rafari gold on facebook but also yes. what's your what's your facebook group and what's your website so my Facebook group is, it's very long people. So Lisa's going to have to type it. It's Shannara Sacred Energy Healing Center for my Facebook. And um, I'm also under Stars Travel Life. Um, it's like my, you know, because I do retreats. So um, mm -hmm. I'll be traveling to Jamaica to do a retreat in July. And um, then you can, they can find, find me on Instagram, Shannara Sacred Energy Healing. And I'm on TikTok. Classy Epic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you can find me at Classy Epic on TikTok as well. And I do have some videos on my site talking about self-love and how you can, um, the different things you can do to help you with that. Okay. And do you have a website? My website is going to be that www.shanarasacredenergyhealingcenter.com. Okay. Beautiful. Well, I have really enjoyed getting to know you. I feel like I have a new soul sister. <laughs> yeah, we have to like link up one of these days. I need to come to Hawaii. Yes, Hawaii. And maybe next time I'm in Washington, I'll pop over. I'll drive over to Walla Walla. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and thank you for being here. And for those watching and listening, thank you so much. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel so you can get all of the weekly podcast shows. And thank you so much. And I'll see you next time on Connection to the Cosmos. Aloha. Thank you.